The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. When the angels went away from them to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go then to Bethlehem to see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went in haste and found Mary and Joseph and the infant lying in a manger. When they saw this, they made known the message that had been told them about this child. All who heard it were amazed by what had been told them by the shepherds. Mary kept all these things, reflecting on them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had seen and heard, just as it had been told them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Merry Christmas. It's good to see all of you here today. So let me begin by wishing each of you here a, a most blessed Christmas. Nothing quite captures the joy of being a follower of Jesus Christ than, than, than Christmas does. Than Christmas does. Uh, joy is the gigantic secret of the Christian, said Mr. Chesterton. And it's so true. It's so true. This is the celebration of the promise of God that he would come to us. He is Emmanuel, God with us. Friends, our Lord has kept his word. He has done his part. He has kept his word. He has not left us alone in this world, and we have not been abandoned. God is making good on all of his promises. He is, in his great love, he has been born to us, and it is time to celebrate. We've had a time of... Uh, a series of weeks of, of reflections. Now is a day to celebrate. And it's written that there's a time for every purpose under heaven, right? Isn't that how the song goes? Oh, yeah, that was from the Bible, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, they got to get those songs from somewhere, right? They might as, well, might as well get it from the scriptures. So, friends, unto us today is born a Savior, Christ the Lord. He has come to us. He's come to you. As a... As a youngster, I was part of a little pageant in, uh, in a little Methodist church that, that uh, my parents sort of farmed me out to on, on Sundays. And, uh, but I was part of this, this little, little pageant. And the older I get, the, the more fond that memory becomes for me. I remember it with great fondness. The part that I had was nothing, was, was nothing special. Uh, it, it was quite clearly sort of support for the action that was actually taking place. I got to stand on the side while the, all the action was taking place here. But, you know, that was, that was, that was okay. That was, that was good. I think they sort of decided that if you didn't have any particularly distinguishing gifts, you could be a shepherd. Here, here's your, here's your, here's your shepherd uniform. Now go over there and look like a shepherd. Go over there, go to the side, look like a shepherd. And, you know, that was okay for me because it meant that I had a great view of the, of the pageant. I could see everything that was going on. It was beautiful. It was wonderful. And in that, in that moment, there was nothing, nothing special about being a shepherd, right? It wasn't for some time that I learned that really, there really was something special about being a shepherd, uh, and just as I had this great view of the drama that was, that was happening in, the, in this play, the original shepherds, 
had a great view of the real drama of the ages that was taking place with the birth of Jesus Christ. God becoming one of us and becoming one of us as the good shepherd. So it turns out there was really something special about being a shepherd. The shepherds received the message of, of the angel in person. They received it in person. It turns out that the angels were quite uh, active in this drama, weren't they? They, they? they spoke to Mary, they spoke to Joseph, and, and now to them. And their message to the shepherds was an invitation to witness the coming of the Savior that had been promised. This was the promise of the ages. So they were to have a first-person view of this incredible thing, the coming of the Lord. And, and what was their response? The shepherds' response in this is beautiful. It was like, feet, do your duty. Boom, let's go see this. They immediately responded with, with enthusiasm and joy and wonder. Let's go see this thing. They got the message. They believed it. And they acted on it. Uh, there was something special about being a shepherd. So they find Mary and Joseph and the infant, and they find them in the most humble kind of place. And that was the setting that the shepherds were no doubt familiar with. God always calls the humble, and he, and he calls them in humble circumstances. He calls us in humble circumstances. So the shepherds find the, the holy trio, and when they do, they tell them about the message they received from the angel, now, now, imagine them telling that to the world at large. Oh, angels. Ah, <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, but when they told that message to Mary and Joseph, Mary and Joseph believed them. They knew because they too had seen, had heard this message from the angel. It always seems that, that the message of the good news, and this has been so true for so long, that the message received, uh, the, the message is, is spread, the message received by, by, the, uh, by the shepherds and spread throughout the world. That message of God has been spread not by people of high renown, not by people of, of great skill, but by those who hear and believe and act with joy. Let's go see this thing. Let's go see this thing. It's been that way for, for all of these years, for these thousands of years. The spread of the gospel has been, uh, has been accomplished because of people very much like the shepherds, people very much like you and me, just living out the faith because we've heard the message and believed it. There's something special about being a shepherd. So after seeing this wonderful thing, the shepherds then return to their flocks and they, they return to their, to their lives but friends, their lives were not the same. They, they, couldn't, they couldn't have been. They returned giving glory to God and praising God for all they had seen, just as it had been told them. And they spread the word. They talked about it everywhere. They were, they were like the first Jesus freaks. You know, people they couldn't stop talking about Jesus. They couldn't, help stop, they couldn't stop talking about what they had seen and what they'd heard and what they believed and what they knew to be true. They had had this encounter with the love of God that had come to them, and they would never be the same. Their world had changed, and their message is going out into the world, and it is still changing the world. 
Today, and this, I find this curious, today we don't, we don't even know their names. This is, the, this, I think, symbolic of their, of their humility. We don't know the names of the shepherds. Tradition and scripture have given us the names of all the other players in the, the drama, or at least many of them. Tradition has given us the names of the, uh, of the wise men that came along just a little bit later. But we don't know the names of the shepherds. I wonder if there's anyone here. We don't know their names as, as anonymous as they are, but I wonder if there is anyone who would not willingly trade places with them. You know, never mind the striving after wealth and celebrity and all of the and all of the the, uh, the substitutes for life that are that are out there and the things that we fill up our lives with. Uh, never mind the pursuit of those things. Wouldn't it be a worthwhile thing to, to strive to be like one of them? Wouldn't that be a good thing to do? In fact, Jesus encourages us to do that, and, and so, do, so do all the saints. We want to be with Jesus. Of course we do. As the shepherds wanted to be with Jesus. Well, where is he? To whom did he come? Well, he came to the meek, and he came to the humble, and he came to the poor, and he even tells us that when we serve them... We render service to him. That's how much he identifies with people like the shepherds. It's all about humility. So, yeah, there's something special about being a shepherd. Uh, The scripture says, unto us a child is born. He is born to us this day. Friends, he's born to you. He's born to you. And he's telling you that you are beloved of him that he knows you and loves you, however invisible and insignificant you might feel. You are not invisible and insignificant to him. He has come to you this day. There's something special about being a shepherd. There's something special about being a child of God. Friends, there's something special about being you. For unto you this day a child is born who is Christ the Lord. Amen? Amen.